Welcome to the Fit Identity Show, and this week we're going to talk everything AI. How does artificial intelligence play a role in today's fitness industry, and how is it going to play a role in tomorrow's industry? I'm Mike Karpenko. I am your host. I've got years of experience, I don't know, 20 plus years training, uh, building programs for in-home fitness for myself, for coast, uh, corporations, ghostwriting, uh, training clients, celebrities, athletes, blah, blah, blah. Enough about me. Let's talk artificial intelligence. All right. Artificial intelligence. How is it going to play a role? Because that's all we hear right now is how is it going to play a role in everything? How is it going to play a role in marketing? How is it going to play a role in business, in TikTok, in, in, in every social media? Like, how is it going to do away with jobs, right? Like, how are copywriters are going to be done? Uh, marketers are going to be done. People who write anything and people who develop anything, they're going to be done because AI is here. Well, I think the first thing is to think, that artificial intelligence, although it basically what it is, is a machine that acts like a human. There's no other, I, I think that's the easiest way to put it, is that it is a machine doing human actions and has the brain of a human and to be able to answer it like a human and have human knowledge. Um, and many humans, like uh, an unlimited amount of humans, I think is probably the best way of looking at it. So that is AI, artificial intelligence. And as we begin to look at it in the fitness industry, health and fitness industry, not just health, uh, fitness industry, but as I begin to think about it and break it apart and really look at its value versus its detriment, because I know there's a lot of trainers out there going, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose my job. And now, you know, AI is going to take over and people are going to be able to get whatever they want, whatever they want for free. And it's not going to be that situation. Well, it doesn't have to be that situation. I think that although there is a machine doing human functions, I think that when you collaborate, right? Like when we see collaboration, we see the greatest amount of efficiency, the possibilities and opportunity. The, the, you know, the minds of many will always outdo the minds of one. No matter who that one is, the minds of many, that power will always outdo the minds of one. So we're looking at collaboration, and what I would say is that as you begin to look at it, and you may or may not feel threatened, that you look at it and you say to yourself, this is going to be a great tool. This is going to be something that I'm going to be able to put into my Home Depot of fitness, and I'm going to be able to go into that aisle, and I'm going to be able to pull that out when I need to use that tool, and when I need to use it, it's going to do an effective, efficient job along with my physical labor and the things that I do as a human, and together, we're going to produce something that we absolutely love to live cohesively with. I think that's probably the best way of looking at it instead of thinking that it's not going to exist, uh, hating on it or just pretending it'll go away, or possibly thinking that you know you don't want to use it and you're going to be put out of a job so you need to become a plumber, a skilled laborer, which I still think. I still think right now in this time, I'm going to at sidebar, let me just say this quick sidebar. I still think skilled labor is going to come at a premium. Like everyone who's supporting the ecosystem that we have is going to come at a premium because everyone wants to become a content creator and everyone wants to do digital. And nobody wants to do the things that are going to support ecosystems. Those people that are supporting ecosystems have job security. And I love all of you. You're, you're, you've made fantastic decisions because you're going to need a plumber. You're going to need an electrician. You're going to need people that help build houses, repair houses, roads, all those things. It's going to be, and it's going to come, a, come, come at a premium price. Trust me on that. Um, so back into that, in, into AI, and 
looking at this collaboration of what's going to happen? Like, what are we going to do with it? And how is it going to affect? And maybe we'll talk about some ways that you can be able to use this no matter where you're at in your, in your fit identity. Like if you're starting, you're in the middle of it, you're maintaining or you're accelerating, there is a place for AI and you to collaborate. And uh, I want to go over kind of some of the things that where I see AI are and where they're headed and then where they can help you. So I think the first area that it's the real easy, the low hanging fruit will be personal fitness programs. I am the first one, the very first person to tell you that I love specificity. Um, I think that there are many different types of people that work out and there are many, they work out for many different types of reason. Uh, due to me training and being a personal trainer in the background, you know, I, I can tell you this, that no two clients have ever been the same. I can do an assessment on them and one might have a hip problem, one might have a mobility problem, one might be upper body strong, not lower body, one might have knee issues. Like There is no two people that are the same. So when you think about program specificity, I see AI just being an incredible tool for you to be able to use. You're going to be able to ask AI exactly what you want for you. And when you start to look at like what's happening right now, right? Like a lot of trainers, including myself, have put out programs that will help the general population. You want to do a program that does generally this and has, you know, um, upper and lower and cardio mobility and, you know, all the kind of the, the mainstay situation or mainstay workouts that need to be in it to make you, you know, to work out depending on your level. But they're... They're for the masses, not for the classes. And in general, I feel that um, when you don't have specificity, you have a bigger area to be disappointed. And I think that as we, as customers and as people are consumers of fitness and health information and, and, and workouts, we want our problem solved. I don't care if you solve Tom's or Sally's or Bob's, their problem. I want my problem solved. And I want it to work for me. I don't care that it worked for Bob. I'm happy for Bob. Bob, applaud. Hooray for Bob. You know, but the reality is, is that I really want it to work for me. I want something that I look at and go, that's mine. That works for me. That's going to do it. And it's going to help me with the problem that I have. And it's going to give me a solution for me. And when you look at the programs that most trainers build, they build these generalized, pretty decent programs that would help pretty much everyone. Specifically, no. Generally, yes. I like to call that, like we're kind of in that solve personal training struggles and obstacles with group exercise programs. That's kind of where we're at, especially with the follow along stuff uh, and especially stuff that is less specific as far as what the workout will claim it will do. And I don't mean the ones that go, torch calories, burn fat, you know, blah, 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 all the marketing cool things. I mean, there are ones that are out there that are very specific. Get a bigger butt, you know, a marathon program. Like there are very specific programs for people that are there and depending on your level. Moving on. But I do feel that AI, when you begin to have conversations with it, because it's going to be a machine that acts like a person that you're going to be able to talk to, you're going to be able to talk to about where you're at. You're going to be able to type in, you know, your preferences, your health data, your goals. You're going to be able to put in, you know, uh, all kinds of things that you, you know, things that you've done in the past, things that have worked, things, you know, things that you, you feel, 
right? Like uh, about workouts and it's going to be able to give you a program based on all that. You know, it, it's also going to be ultimately going to be able to analyze your workouts, analyze your progress. If you're inputting data and we're going to talk about data in a second, but it's going to be able to do all these things to be able to evolve and progress and be able to do the things in real time, rather than I got to wait, you know, I contacted Mike and he usually gets back in 24 hours or, you know, and we all know how that goes, right? Like we all want what we want when we want it. So I think the specificity and that ability to build your own program and make it adaptable over time and make it adaptable to you is going to be its single biggest asset, hands down. Like, I, if you have very specific goals, then this AI is going has the ability to be your best friend in health and fitness, provided that you trust it and that you follow it. And I think that that's something that we're. I mean, let's just talk about it right now. Um, I think you're going to need to trust it, you know, and um, and and that's going to be a big thing because that kind of goes into it's going to turn into a virtual coach, right? And you're going to be able to possibly have somebody virtually coach you because you're wearing something and, you know, a wearable, and it's going to be able to track your movement patterns. It's going to be able to watch you. It's going to be able to see you. It's going to be able to tell you whether or not you are moving well, whether or not you did something correctly, or you need to make some improvements, or you need to... Um, improve your intensity. You know, maybe the intensity is not reflective and you're going to be able to get that real-time data analysis and feedback from AI that maybe you're not able to get from me as a coach or get from somebody else who is a virtual online coach that's giving you this type of, you know, uh, motivation. And I, I really truly believe that, that that's going to be one of those things that if you trust AI and you believe it, it being correct and it having that ability, that you'll be able to work with AI to build yourself into the fit identity that you ultimately want and, and be able to progress your workouts or regress. Like, let's say you tweaked your knee or let's say you hurt yourself and you're like, what am I going to do? Do I still do this like cardio workout? You'd be like, hey, AI, chat GPT4, um, I I hurt my knee over the weekend water skiing. There's a little bit of swelling. Uh, today is legs day. Um, what should we normally? What what should we do instead? Or sh- should we push through? And it may rewrite you a program right then and there. And you're like, oh wow, that was really easy. Like wow, now I don't have to push through. Now I don't have to modify. Now I don't have to feel like I am any less of a person, or I failed, or I'm not in the program. Like you're like I'm doing it. I'm just doing what my trainer tells me to be able to do. So I think that having this virtual coaching and again, being able to give real time feedback, being able to analyze movement, being able to adapt your workouts. I think that virtual coaching is going to change. And I think that it's going to offer up a great collaboration with a human. Like you're going to be like, Hey, I asked AI. And then you're going to be able to ask a human their experience because an AI has never worked out, right? Artificial intelligence has never worked out. They don't know what it's like to emotionally not want to show up, to not be able to work out, not be able to push through your threshold. Um, All the things that human experience is going to need to bring to the table to help you with achieving your goals and making you more efficient and being able to relate with you. So I think that you're going to need to be able to use AI with all those things and then be able to collaborate with some sort of human virtual coaching or in-person coaching that's going to be able to help you out. 
I, I see this as a win-win all over the place, depending how much depth you want to be able to use AI. I mean, I hit on this earlier, wearable devices. Um, you know, I think that we all, you know, some, we all have Apple. We all, you know, some of us wear the Apple watches, some don't. We have Whoop, we have Aura. We have all kinds of things that track our data. And, you know, they all have their, you know, different things. Sleep tracking, HRV, variable heart rate. Um, what is your heart rate? Imagine if you have this ability to have real time from your coach who already knows what you're doing with your workouts and you don't have to input it because it already knows what you're doing. It's able to give you this feedback and it's going to be able to say, hey, I noticed you did this last night and we should probably work out like this today. Instead, we're going to change your workout. Can you imagine if that happens instead of, oh, I wonder what it's going to be like if I am just sleepy. It's just that I'm sleep deprived or I didn't get as much REM sleep as I wanted. I probably should back off my workout because it gave me a general generalized answer that said, hey, Mike, you didn't get a lot of sleep. You know, you didn't, you know, your stress level was high. Your strain factor was high. And, you know, just so you know that. Well, now this analyzing of data is not just giving you data. It's actually telling you what to do with the data. In real time, be like, oh, well, we're going to do, you know, four sets of 12 instead of three sets of 10 today, or we're just going to knock out two sets of 10, whatever it is. Think that way, like, wow, like this is a game changer in the world of me getting my fit identity and me feeling healthier because obviously, right, like mental health is a big deal. So imagine AI being able to balance your workouts and your mental health and be able to collaborate that together and be like, hey, this is how you're ultimately going to feel great. So I still think AI, once you start to use it and get the, you know, the feeling of the flavor of a Pringle, um, that you're going to say, I get it. Um, but if you don't use it, it's going to be foreign and it's going to be a little bit of stress and there's going to be obstacles in using it and understanding it. But the more you use it, the more it becomes your friend. The more you talk to a friend, the more you become friends, unless you're a jerk. And if you're a jerk, well, your friend doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Um, that's pretty easy to figure out, right? So don't be a jerk to AI and use it. Um, so I think you're going to be able to see that your wearable devices are going to be able to predict your behaviors. They're going to be able to help you with your current time. It's also going to be able to tell you what health risks that you're involved in. Maybe now you'll be able to contact doctors, get blood work. And you all know that I'm a huge advocate of blood work. So if you haven't got your blood work done, go and get it done. Just create a standard, and if you you get it done once a year with a physical, just get it done so that you can see any types of trends that are happening inside of your body, and then you can begin to work on them based on priority. That's all I want to say about blood work, but I'm a huge advocator of it, and I do it all the time. I do it every six months. I'm a little bit overkill, but I also love to know the patterns and where I'm at and uh, whether or not what I'm doing is working. I don't want to wait 12 months to know if the things that I'm working on and the things that I've applied are working. So I put my resources and finances into blood work because that is measurable data that I'm able to look at. So um, I, I think we hit on exercise analysis. You know, none of us know if we're doing workouts right. We have no quantifiable data. You know, I've always talked about this too, that there are those people that work out that show up and will tell you a workout is either good or bad based on how they felt. They have no idea how many calories they burned. They have no idea what they did. They have no idea if it was up or lower, the sequencing, whether it was a good workout, whether it was well-programmed. All they know is, gosh, that made me feel great. 
And those people are great. Like they may not need the data. They may not need to be told whether or not, you know, their workouts were effective. But if you're working out at home and you're working out alone, you're going to be able to get effective workouts and then you're going to get effective analytics on your workouts and then you're going to get feedback that's effective on your workouts and then you're going to be happy because you're going to start to achieve results, whatever your results may be. So that's, that's that group of show up, you know, not really care. But then you have those people that are like, they judge their workout based on calories, fat burn, weight loss. You know, they're like, oh, I just need to know if I'm, I'm uh, in that position. Did I burn enough calories today? Well, AI is going to tell you. You know, it's going to track it. And it's going to figure out, did, are you burning fat? AI is going to tell you if you were in fat burning mode or not and how you're going to be able to get into fat burning mode. And do you need to be in fat burning mode more often? And that's why you're not achieving your goals. Okay. You know, it's going to be able to give you that for your, your Becky, you're not effective because you're not moving well. And if you don't move well, you're not going to be able to burn fat. Oh, because the only thing we have is the way we think we are moving and the mirror. And most of us don't have mirrors at home that we're looking at. But when we film ourselves, we're like, I thought I looked like the person I was watching on TV or I thought I looked like an athlete moving. And we're like, oh, I looked more like a defunct Lassoraptus moving that was drunk. Yeah, that tends to be what we kind of look like, right? We're like internally rotated shoulders. We got a rounded back. We're like making grimace faces as we're not breathing because, you know, we think we're underwater and it's crazy. But this type of stuff is going to, AI is going to be able to give you this exercise analysis that you guys are going to be able to take in and look at and be like, whoa, I was effective. Quantifiable data. Can you imagine getting a number that says your workout was 85% effective, 65% effective, 45% effective, and you're going to be like, oh, crap. And here's why it was ineffective, and here's why it was effective. Here are the things that you're doing right. Here are the things that you could work on. This is groundbreaking when you think about how AI could really help out in your fitness and in in creating that fit identity. And I, you know, the identity that we have in our head, I will always say this, it's written right here from where you are to where you want to be. Help bring healthy visions to reality. Giving healthy visions life. That is a fit identity. And, and, and that's really what it is. We have these visions in our head and we need to be able to bring those to life. What better to, way to bring the vision that we have to life than to have exercise analysis? Because we're working hard on ourselves and if AI can do those things, you know, it's going to be incredible, you know. Um, there's also the virtual reality, you know, that you're going to be able to slap those goggles on and get a workout in. I think that that's going to be very niche driven, right? Like, so people are going to be, you know, like, how do I use it? You know, what do I do? But I also feel this way too, right? You're talking to a 54-year-old person who understands that there needs to be health and fitness that is attractive, that is fun, and that is results-driven for a younger generation. What could that be? Virtual reality. And that may be what is played to the younger generation to get them to move more, to eat better, and to think better. If that's what happens... Put the goggles on, let's go. Get a boxing workout on, box Mike Tyson, do what you need to do, get, you know, get some reps in. Do whatever needs to be done if it attracts that younger generation. You know, I'm not younger, so I don't know what attracts them, but I do know gaming does. They are credible gamers. Like, get, get together with any younger generation person and ask them to play any game. 
I don't care what game it is, and they're masters at it. Watch how they control it. Watch how they set it up. Watch how they already know the codes. Watch how they already know like everything that's involved. And you're just like, oh my gosh. Want to feel inferior? Ask somebody younger to game. And you'll be like, all right, I'm out. Like, I need to go do something else. But then, you know, younger generation, ask them to, you know, fix a tractor or change a tire or, you know, put up a wall. They're like, I thought mom and dad did that. I don't know. Don't we pay someone to do that? I don't know. No, 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 I don't do that. So you've got this yin and yang, right? A push, pull. And we just got to be able to make it so that it fits with everyone and not just one type of demographic. So it's going to open up this whole virtual reality and virtual space that is eventually going to be great for the younger generation to be able to think, eat, and move better. So, and that's, I'm excited for it. Like, Show me the way. I want to see how they use it. Like I'm interested to see what they do with it, what their young minds that are already overdeveloped, that are already doing great things, are able to help and teach me. Show me. I, I'm ready here and, and ready to learn. And then the last thing, which I think that I didn't even touch on throughout the whole entire video, right, is, and this won't be last, it'll be a bonus, but um, the, is accessibility cost. It's going to drive the cost of fitness down. It just is. It's going to create fitness anywhere, anytime, for anyone at an affordable price. It just is going to. Like, There's no other way than it creating a very easy space for people to do their workouts. Once it starts to become the norm, once it starts to become accepted, once it, people start to understand how to use it, I think that what you are going to see is you're going to see a very cost-effective platform for people to think, eat, and move. You're just going to, you know, they're going to be like, oh, I, I need a workout, and I want to, I want a bigger, better butt. I want to be, I want a physique train. I want a bodybuild train. You're going to be like, I don't have to go and figure out if this is an expert or this influencer knows what they're talking about. You're going to go to AI. You're like, why would I listen to so-and-so who may or may not have butt implants, may or may not use you know, performance-enhancing drugs, may or may not have even done the program that they say that they're doing, like may not even written it. They're just like, no, I'm just selling it, you know, but AI is like, no, here you go. I have this knowledge and I'm going to be able to give it to you for free or for, you know, the cost of a subscription to an AI. Uh, like I think my chat GPT is like uh, $50 for the year. But so like for $50 a year, you're going to have access to any question you want to be able to ask any about anything, not just fitness. And you're all of a sudden, you're like, wow, man, like I pay for my online streaming for my workout programs right now. You're like, like, this is like insane what I pay. So I think when you kind of take that approach to it and you look at that, you're like, it might be something that I want to be able to understand that this is new and my expectation is to learn and I understand that my health is ongoing and, um, I know that it won't be perfect when I first begin it, but as I begin to develop knowledge about it and experience with it, I'll become more efficient. And as I become more efficient, I will become a better user and my results and will come more rapidly and I'll be able to use AI in a much better way that will serve me for my health and fitness goals. And, and I think that that's, you know, kind of having that type of expectation. If you have that, 
AI could be, end up being one of your best friends and then finding somebody that you'll be able to collab with, whether that's a virtual coach, you know, a real trainer, no matter what it is that you can collaboration on uh, with your experience, a community, you know, like, and I have all those things, right? Like if you need to collaborate with me, if you need to be able to talk with me, if you want an online community with me, you could, you could have that. The Fit Identity Virtual Community, it exists. You can join it. It's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I think it's uh There'll be a link down below and whatnot, but, you know, join in. Like, I want people to get healthy and fit. I want people to think better. I want people to move more, and I want people to eat with better quality. Like, that, that that's really what I ultimately want, and, you know, I want to be a piece of that. I want to be a tool in your Home Depot of fitness. Um, I don't want to be a tool, like, like you know, like, oh, he's a tool. I don't, I don't want to be that. Like, don't count me in. And if you think I'm a tool, well, I can't prevent that, like, right? Right. I'll give you that thought right now. Here's one of the things I, was, I used to train a comedian. A comedian told me, and I will hold this, I hold this close to my, my heart and my, the way that I manage stress. Mike, my job is to create a joke. My job is to deliver a joke. My job is not to receive the joke. I can't control how people receive my jokes. And when they told me that, it made me realize that as long as I'm putting out good content, as long as my intent is good, and as long as I'm creating quality in which I think really truly is quality, and as long as I'm delivering it in a safe, fun, effective way, then I can't control how it lands. So if you think I'm a tool, well, then that's up to you. I can't control whether you think I'm a tool or not a tool. Hopefully, you think I'm a high-quality, like a DeWalt-level tool that has a lot of amperage to it that you're able to use at your disposal to help you achieve your health and fitness goals, uh, whether it's just a podcast or it's the Fit Identity Community or it's one of the fitness programs that I offer or any of the other styles of coaching that I'm involved in. But hopefully, you look at it that way and not the other. But if you do, cool, man. I get it, man. Like, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Um, so I think that that's it. The other thing that I would say the dangerous side of AI, oh man, like, ah, uh, oh, man, it makes me sigh when I say that because it hurts me because being somebody who coaches online and being somebody who talks to people online and being, you know, a, a, a person that, that wants people to succeed. One of the biggest hurdles that I face are the questioners, the ones that lack trust, It's not working for me. I know my body. Like, this isn't the right thing for me. I've tried this. I've tried it for three days. I've only tried it for four days. It's not working. This is what, this is wrong, Mike. I can't do this. This hurts me here. Like, all those questionnaires, you're going to ask AI, and AI is going to have an immediate answer for you. I just wish that AI would be like, yo, yo, Sally, 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 you have asked me 400 questions about fitness. You need to zip it. You need to stop. You need to stop asking 800 questions. You need to have trust. And if you don't trust me, you need to move on to a different AI. Like that would be the most wonderful thing that I could even consider is them is AI being like, hey, I'm done. I checked out. I need boundaries. Like I need my own mental health. You're dragging on me. I got other people I got to serve in the queue. Um, you are just asking too many questions and you have trust issues. I strongly suggest that you get a therapy appointment and you deal with trust. And once you understand trust and once you're ready to trust, you can trust a fitness program. You can trust me. You can trust your health. You know, again, you can trust my suggestions rather than consistently coming back at me and asking me to change. And if you are a consistent jumper, consistent changer, you're not going to achieve your goals. 
you're 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 going to become overwhelmed and and you know what you're going to do because I see this in coaching all the time. You're going to blame AI. You're not going to blame yourself. You're like, AI, it's dumb. AI doesn't know what it's talking about. AI doesn't have the knowledge. It's AI's fault. AI told me to do this and I hurt my shoulder. AI said this and, you know, and, and now, you know, now, now I walk and pull to the left and, you know, it's AI's fault and I gained 14 pounds because of AI. No, no, you didn't. You gained 14 pounds because you didn't stop stuffing your face with food. That's, that's why you gained 14 pounds. AI did not give you the plan of stuff your face. So um, for those of you new following, I'm pretty honest and pretty open. Um, and I think that if you can trust AI and if you can trust the human collaboration that you have with maybe somebody else, that that trust is going to help you create consistency. And as I always say, consistency creates momentum and momentum you know, builds. And as that happens, you are able to have success. So it's consistency to build momentum. Momentum creates success. And hopefully you'll be able to do that by using AI and be able to collaborate with that. And that's what I would say is I would use it, you know, if you feel like it's something that you could do and something that you could massage. And I would use it in conjunction with, um, with human collaboration. That, that would be my suggestion. And if you're a trainer or if you're an online coach, I really think that this also is going to come back around. I think that you're going to be able to create your own AI coaching and that you're going to have, be able to answer people in real time with, you know, instead of chat GPT, it's going to be Mike GPT. And you're going to be able to ask Mike GPT and it's going to be able to answer the things that Mike would answer for you. And it's going to be like, whoa, holy cow, like Mike is answering me, but you're going to be able to get this answer in Mike's fitness chat, you know, right away. And you're going to be able to feel as though you're able to do that. And then we'll be able to talk about it as a collaboration again. And I think that that's what you're going to see. I think you're going to see a lot of online coaches be able to use this as real time feedback to be able to say, hey, I have an upsell to a chat GPT or to whatever my cheap, uh, whatever my AI is. And I'm going to be able to use that in conjunction with me and we're going to be able to both work together and we're going to be able to train you and if you want that as an upsell it's $19 a month or whatever I, I don't know what the price would be but you would you'd be able to upsell this and you'd be like here we'll be able to work with it and you know we'll be able to uh, then use that as a pro model in conjunction with your your coaching your training and then all of a sudden now you've got a team working with you instead of just Mike you're like, I'm working with a team and I'm working with AI and, you know, and we can work together on all of this. And I do believe that that's going to be something where you're going to be like, wow, this is crazy. Great. Because now I feel that when it's 11 p.m. and I have this crazy question, I can ask the, uh, you know, Mike's artificial intelligence, uh, you know, what they think about this. And obviously, if it's a question that a lot of people are asking, it's going to be a really easy answer for um AI to answer because it's getting asked a lot with, you know, with maybe my customers and they're gonna be like, oh, this is so great. Like, this is how we're going to continuously answer it over and over and over and over. And that's going to be a very consistent message with throughout your coaching. So I think you can train AI. I think you can work with the AI. I think you can be able to make your 
own AI or license AI so that you're going to be able to use that in conjunction with your clients and building programs and making them feel good and then be able to work with them along that level and be able to, you know, not have to talk to people every single day, every moment, especially the people that are like, I need answers. Like, I have no more bananas and what do I eat? You said to eat a banana and I don't know. I don't know. Yes, those people exist and you know who you are. Um, and I've had those phone calls. They're like, what do I eat? I'm at work. I, and, and I left my banana in the car. I say, you just give up on life. You can't eat the banana. That's usually what I say. And they go, what? And I go, give up on life. And they go, what do you mean? I'm like, it's a banana. It's 100 calories. We can get through this. You're not in a physique show and you're not showing tomorrow and it's not going to hurt you. So... Get 100 calories in or go down and get the banana out of your car, Sally. All right. So uh, I think that that's going to be it. Um, I'm just thinking about what else I could think about with AI and how I could like help you think about what it could do. But I think when we look at it all, it's going to provide you specificity. It's going to give you this ability to ask as many questions as you want to be able to do. It's going to give you much more access, a more inexpensive way to use fitness. I think it's going to be the number one thing that you're going to need to collaborate with a human on. I don't think that you probably will do this all on your own. I think that Obviously, human experience and human knowledge and a human application are going to need to play a factor if you want to be able to accelerate your results or be able to ask questions, uh, you know, in application. Um, so I do think that it is a collaboration and I think that it's going to be all about data, right? Like real time data, real time feedback analyzing your movements, how to make you more efficient, more proficient, how to make it so that you hit your goals more, uh, how you feel better about your workouts. I think it's going to play into that mental health factor of it because it's going to give you that feedback so that you can do the things that you need to do to feel better about your workouts because you're getting the results that you want to be able to do. And it's going to be able to help you be flexible with your plan because you're going to be able to ask it, you know, based on anything with that real time uh, feedback that you may be able to get. So that's what I got for you guys this week. Uh, any questions you want me to do a special podcast for you, let me know. But um, AI, it's here. And uh, I would strongly suggest to begin to start using it and seeing how it plays and seeing how it could be a tool in your Home Depot of fitness and how it can help you with your fit identity. Remember, from where you are to where you want to be, help bring in healthy visions to reality. It's so that you can give your healthy visions life. That's what we want to be able to do here at Fit Identity. Ask away. I'm here. Think, eat, and move better.